Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. Today, I have a big, long, greasy story for you. I'm so happy. (laughs) Are Um, you using healthy oils like olive oil for this story? Yes. Good. Lots of interesting oils to um, slather you with. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you enjoy it. Sounds like a slippery story (laughs) to me. It's a slippery slope of a story. Maybe we should just try to... Talk in alliteration the whole time. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, it would. To do an entire episode of alliteration. Let's do it. Mm, that might be hard for this one, but. Okay, so I decided to do this kind of wasn't, I wasn't planning this to be a standalone piece, but the further down the rabbit hole I got and the more information I collected, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is going to have to be a standalone because yeah. this is a big one. Anyway, I, um, the reason I'm doing the uh, episode I'm doing is because right now it's the beginning of March that we're recording this. And just a few weeks ago, all the headlines in the news were about these UAP UFOs being shot down mm-hmm. over the United States and Canada. One turned out to be a Chinese weather balloon or not a weather balloon, some kind of surveillance balloon or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of them, they really haven't come forth and said what they are. They just said they shot some stuff down. So, of course, that sparks the UFO topic again, fresh in everyone's minds. Mm -hmm. So the rabbit hole I found myself uh, falling down was uh, Dr. Stephen Greer. Yeah, I thought you were familiar with him. So basically, this is his story. Wonderful. That's what I'm doing is Stephen Greer and his whole, uh, if you guys have any know anything about him, He's a whole bunch of documentaries. I think most of them are on Amazon Prime. Um, a couple that I watched for my research were was Unacknowledged and Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Um, but for those of you who don't know, Dr. Stephen Greer is an emergency room doctor from North Carolina and an expert on UFOs and aliens. In fact, he even quit his job as an ER doctor to work on his UFO projects full time. And like I said, part of that is to disclose to the, uh, um, I'm sorry, part of that is to disclose to the public what he knows about ETs, UFOs, and all these things. So it is interesting what he has to say, and he has a lot to say. (laughs) Yeah, he's, he has been kind of the leader of the UFO movement, I feel like. Yes. Um, And he's a very smart man, has a lot to say. Yeah. I mean, he's a doctor. He's got a lot of credibility. Um, But yeah, let's go down the rabbit hole together, shall we? I'm ready. All right. So Dr. Greer's fascination with UFOs started when he was a boy of about eight years old. He was outside playing with some of his friends, and he says they all saw a real-life UFO appear before them, and they were all really excited about it. And he ran in, and he told his folks about it, and they just sort of waved it away as nothing but childhood imagination, Mm -hmm. much to his dismay. Um, but he knew it was a real UFO. Like he had no doubt in his mind that what he saw was legitimate. So flash forward and he's 17 years old. Uh, he became incredibly sick and he nearly died. 
During this time, he had a near-death experience or an NDE in which he said he was able to see the whole universe and he realized that we do go on forever even after we die. Well, this was a complete shock to him as his parents had raised him as an atheist with no spiritual beliefs whatsoever. His NDE really expanded his awareness and as a result, he got heavily into meditation. He wanted to try to re-experience his NDE or to get as close to it as he could, and meditation really helped him to do that. So the following year, he went to a top of a mountain. I think it was in North Carolina, but I can't remember what he said, where he said he was. But he said as he sat on top of this mountain, he started to meditate. And while he was meditating, the same UFO he had seen as a boy appeared before him. Oh, wow. He said he was shocked and mesmerized that this UFO had returned. Mm -hmm. He then realized that the UFO was there because of his meditation. So he kind of basically described his meditation as kind of, um, I think he was sort of astral projecting himself out into the universe and he saw this ship and he was basically, you know, communicating with it where he was on the planet. And then the planet, the the UFO showed up in front of him. So it was like a telepathic summoning. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. So this intrigued him and he started down a path to try to figure out how to communicate effectively with extraterrestrial beings. Since then, Dr. Greer has had multiple encounters with ETs and visitations from UFOs. He ended up developing a protocol for alien communication that proved that he can connect to these objects in the sky. And I'll go more into that later. Uh, in the early 1990s, his story was featured on the front page of a newspaper in Pensacola, Florida. This got the attention of the U.S. government, and soon Dr. Greer was being approached by what he calls quote-unquote friendlies and quote-unquote unfriendlies from inside our <laughs> U.S. government and other world governments. He said the friendlies started to advise him on what was going on inside the shadow government and warning him about what he might be getting himself into. In addition, his uncle actually had been an employee at an engineering firm and had worked on the moon landing modules that helped Neil Armstrong land on the moon, if you believe in that sort okay. of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Dr. Greer started to get to know some of these engineers at his uncle's company, as well as additional engineering companies like Lockheed Skunk Works. Mm -hmm. And he found out that they were working with advanced alien technologies in their engineering projects. Dr. Greer started to learn and understand how much information we already have from alien technology and have had ever since the 1940s when Roswell happened, you know, the UFO crash in Roswell yes. and other things that um, other crashes that have managed for us to collect these UFOs and kind of, you know. Yeah, and um, find I know what's going on. And I feel like the Germans also yeah. claimed to have. Yes, I think that they did. Reversed or mm. reversed engineered UFO technology. Yes. So as he, he started to understand that we already had this technology, his interest in the field grew even more. Soon he was making contacts all over the engineering communities and building a large database of information regarding UFOs. He interviewed astronauts, scientists, engineers, military, and many other people in, quote, the know to help him understand what the bigger picture was around aliens, alien technology, and what kind of impact it was or was not having on our planet. 
He has since become one of the top resources of information for people in our government who do not know what is going on regarding aliens and UFOs. He has briefed every presidential administration on the subject since President Clinton and has lost at least three friends to assassinations around the subject. Fast forward to today. And when he was asked if the current UFO slash UAPs, as they're called now, that were recently shot down over the United States and Canada were really aliens, Dr. Greer told independent journalist Kim Iverson that no, those are not real UFO slash UAPs. He refers to these objects as a false flag event, which means fake. So there are technologies. He's thinking. Okay, so here, here's where things get crazy. According to Dr. Greer, there is a very secret committee called the Majestic 12. Yes. Or Magic, that's like the new name, that has the most top level clearance in regards to aliens. Yeah, they had a documentary out, didn't they? They the probably. Majestic 12. Okay. <laughs> For being such a top secret group, they're not yeah, doing a very good they're job. They're very public <laughs> about what they're involved in. Right. <laughs> so according to Wikipedia, quote, the organization is claimed to be the code name of an alleged secret committee of scientists, military leaders, and government officials formed in 1947 by an executive order by U.S. President Harry S. Truman to facilitate recovery and investigation of alien spacecraft. The concept originated in a series of supposedly leaked secret government documents, first circulated by UFOologists in 1984, end quote. And if you recall from my episode on Area 51 and Bob Lazar, who was the engineer who came out publicly mm-hmm. years ago claiming to have been hired to back engineer UFO crafts in Area 51, his security access was at a level called Majestic. Aha. Uh-huh. No, I remember the name of the documentary now. It was called Above, Above Majestic. Majestic. Above Majestic. Very fitting. Yes, I think so. So um, mm. unfortunately, in the days since their formation, the Majestic 12 group has gone rogue and now operates in the deep state to keep information about UFOs and aliens away from our government officials, including the president of the United States, Congress and the heads of the military, CIA and FBI. So they were recruited into the deep state. Um, y- uh, yes. Yes, they are. That's what Greer says is that the more sociopathic you are, the more likely you are to be recruited. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. let me hide my majestic he, he badge. <laughs> According to Dr. Greer in an interview he did on the Sean Ryan podcast, quote, and I believe he's quoting a Hawaiian senator when he says this, but quote, the Majestic 12 even has their own Air Force, their own Navy and their own funding mechanism and is above the law and free from the law itself, end quote. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of power. Dr. Greer said that the U.S. government has not been in control of this group since the late 1950s when Eisenhower lost control of them. Uh, Dr. Greer says the Majestic 12 is now comprised of a global group of around two to 300 members that run the majority of our corporations and industries. Because of this reputation and extensive knowledge in the field of aliens and now into this elite group, Dr. Greer has been asked to brief many presidential administrations, heads of the CIA, admirals and generals on what he knows because the Majestic 12 will not talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's handy. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. You're you're not. You do not need to know. Uh, One person Dr. Greer did talk to was Admiral Tom Wilson who he briefed along with Dr. Greer's friend, astronaut Edgar Mitchell, who was the sixth person to walk on the moon. 
They told the Admiral that the U.S. government needed to get Majestic 12 under control, that they were operating outside the bounds of the law, and were full of sociopaths who wanted world domination for themselves. (laughs) The Admiral said he was dumbfounded on how to do that. The technology that the Majestic 12 has can fly circles around the best military craft that we have, a B-2 stealth. Dr. Greer said that Admiral Wilson told him, quote, it's point, set, match. I don't even know how to take that on, end quote. That's really scary. It's disturbing because if you think about it, um, they do have technology that would easily beat anybody else. Why would they share that with one country? Like, why would they give up that power? You know, the truth is, Greer says, is that we do have real UFO spaceships in our possession and we have been able to back engineer these ships and learn how to produce our own ships using this technology, which is exactly what Bob Lazar had said that they were doing. They were back engineering UFO craft. Um, The alien technology we've had, we've had since the 1940s and can advance us forward as a civilization by about 100 years. He said that the energy we need to run anything in our home, improve travel, fix environmental pollution, end poverty, and bring our world into balance, we already have. But the information has been suppressed by this secret group. The reason? Money and power. A tale as old as time. Well, I believe that. I do too. I mean, because, I mean, for a while back, you know, they had been trying to come out with electric cars and there was that whole period of time where... I'll talk about that, too. Yeah. I mean, not electric cars necessarily, but I'll talk about how some people have tried to develop stuff. And it was it was basically sabotage. Yes. Yes. He said that this group, this magic or the Majestic 12 is obsessed with being the ones with the power and feel that the aliens are a threat to them as they want to be the dominant force in the universe and answer to no one. They want to usher the whole globe into one world government Mm. or as the most popular term, one world order or new new order. Not the band, but the government. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I was there with you. I know what you were talking about. (laughs) He said that they use fear and division to manipulate the public into supporting military and defense budgets that go directly into the pockets of these secret agencies. And in fact, we have seen reports come out that the U.S. military defense is unsure of what happens to nearly 25 percent of its budget. They have no record where it goes. And in in fact, eight to ten trillion dollars has been missing from the defense budget over the last 70 years. Yeah, they um, couldn't answer for that discrepancy that at the Pentagon. That is a lot of money to not know where it went. Yeah, some some big event happened and it just went off the radar, but nobody ever accounted for that missing money. Yeah, because it's they it was an it. audit that they, they were going to have. They've, to, they've got it. The Majestic 12 has got it. <laughs> So the theory is that the secret shadow agency is using that money for their ability to keep everything under wraps and control the funnel of money towards their budgets. The alien technology that they are hiding would liberate our entire society and would drastically change the way that we live, thereby making our old ways of energy consumption obsolete and those old industries, oil, gas, and coal, obsolete. Those same industries that are controlled by, you guessed it, the powerful elite. To give you some idea, a quadrillion dollars would be lost from these industries if the alien technology were to come to light. That's okay. 
<laughs> I think so too. Apparently, there have been some people on our planet who have figured out how to develop this new technology on their own. When they have tried to patent their inventions, those patents either get quote unquote hung up in the legal process and it becomes so frustrating they eventually give up on them, or the Defense Department commandeers their patents, or the inventors themselves tend to disappear or be murdered. For example, apparently in 1998, there was a guy named Stanley Meyer who figured out how to make cars run on water. Yeah. He had come out in the press with this new invention. But one day, Carol, he was sitting at a diner, you probably know the story, in Ohio, having lunch with friends when he took a sip of his drink. The next thing they knew, Stanley jumped to his feet, clutched his throat, and started acting delirious. He ran outside and fell to his knees. His companions followed him outside and ran to his side. He choked out, they poisoned me, and dropped dead. His autopsy in regards to poisons found in his body proved inconclusive, and his death certificate was marked death by natural causes. But many people think there was nothing natural about it. His invention threatened the oil industry, and they needed to stop it from happening. If this is true, why hasn't Elon Musk been murdered yet? That's what I'd like to know. Like, if he's inventing electric cars, why is he allowed to live and thrive while this guy gets taken out? So Dr. Greer also said that Marilyn Monroe was murdered in order to stop her from spilling the beans about UFOs to the press. I've heard that, too. Marilyn Monroe was angry that President John F. Kennedy and his brother, Robert F. Kennedy, had broken off their affair with her. Is this like a I love I love it that you said both of them. Well, I was waiting for that. Yeah, both are apparently yeah. hooking up. Yeah. She decided to get their attention. She would go to the press and tell everything JFK had told her about the UFOs. Dr. Greer said that JFK was really pissed off about her murder and he signed an executive order to dissolve the Majestic 12 agency. But before it could go through, he too was killed. JFK's presidency had followed President Eisenhower's presidency, and in his final speech as president, Eisenhower had said, beware the military-industrial complex. Many believe that he was referring to the Majestic 12 when he said this. Yeah, it was funny because I've watched um, Eisenhower's speech regarding that, and he was basically saying, like, our our economy has been sustained through our military endeavors worldwide, and that has to end because we can't keep getting into conflicts in order to boost up our economy. Yeah. Um, It's just not fair to our citizens. It's not fair to people in the military um, or the countries that we're going in and fighting um, just to line our pockets. Yep. And the aliens, too. (laughs) Yes, and the aliens, Let's just be clear. This is about aliens. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Because, you know, aliens need money. (laughs) They do. (laughs) They need funding, you know. Yeah, they need real estate down here. He also went on to say that he believes that General George S. Patton was also murdered because he wanted to publicize what he knew about UFOs. He said that they made it appear as if George... Patton died due to complications from a car accident, but Dr. Greer believes that he was murdered. Hmm. Um, He also said, Dr. Greer also said the mainstream media and big tech are also involved with keeping this information from the public. So there are many deep state people employed or embedded within these institutions that ensure the information is carefully monitored. I mean, well, we just saw this with the revelations of the Twitter files and the number of, quote, former FBI people and, quote, working at Twitter or the FBI itself having meetings with Twitter on a weekly basis to control information that comes out to the public. So and Facebook. And Facebook. Too. 
So it's true. We definitely have had some government overreach in these areas. Um, He said that one of the ways that the information is controlled is by putting out a mix of true and false information together so the public doesn't know what to believe and will be more likely to discount all of it. He says sometimes the stuff you might see in the tabloid newspapers are true, but because it's coming from a discredited source, the public tends to ignore it. Mm-hmm. He also calls out people like Christopher Mellon and Lou Elizondo from the History Channel's Unidentified Inside America's UFO investigation, which I've talked about on the show before. Mm-hmm. He says they are part of the counterintelligence that is putting out misinformation to the public. He said that alien abductions and cow mutilations, Carol, are also part of this false flag narrative that the government is promoting. He says that our government has the ability to fake things very realistically and convince people that they have seen a UFO or alien or leave behind a dismembered cow to increase their false narratives. He includes the gimbal and the Tic Tac flying craft videos that have come out in recent years as part of this false flag campaign. He said that those particular objects came out of Lockheed Skunk Works and are overseen by the Majestic 12. These other UAPs and things that they've recently shot down, he says that's just more of the same stuff, essentially, is what he's saying. You would think that there would be people who could have access to or or demand to see the wreckage that they shot down. I agree. And call bunk on that. Yeah. And to me, it's just so hard to believe that all these people have gag orders on them or threats to their lives. I mean... I kind of feel like things have to be unraveling because I think everybody's questioning things at this point of well, what to believe in. And It's weird to me, too, that it was all over the news and then it was just dropped. And I found an article that says they had called off, called off the search for one of the objects. And I put that in my show notes. But it's kind of like everyone is interested to know what they found. But why aren't they telling us what they found? And why isn't the media trying yeah. to find out what they found? And and it seemed like, you know, the most information I got was actually from Kennedy, who was just saying that, like, you know, he was briefed on it. He felt like it was a definite threat to our, you know, country and sovereignty because they don't know what it is. They have some theories, but they aren't willing to divulge what that is to the public. And he he ended his conversation with the news media to say, all I am advising is lock your doors tonight. I remember after that. that. Yeah. And that is disturbing because normally he jokes about everything and he's pretty much like the one to tell you exactly, you know, what things are and and share the message. But he was also very cryptic and he just was like locked lock your doors, which makes me think it's a very real threat, um, not something that we should just think is fake. Right. So yeah. it's hard to know. It is hard to know. Unless he's in on it, too. Unless he's in on it, too. I don't know. Uh, Dr. Greer says there is a larger plan at play. He references a scientist named Werner von Braun that had worked for Hitler during World War II developing weapons. Mm-hmm. Von Braun was brought to the United States after the war to develop rockets for NASA. On his deathbed, Von Braun warned that there was a long-term plan to create excuses to build more nuclear weapons. 
He said the first target would be the Russians. The narrative would promote that the Russians were evil, which is why we needed these weapons to protect our country. Then it would switch to terrorists, case in point with Osama bin Laden, Saddam Hussein, and weapons of mass destruction. Then they would lock on to leaders of third world countries, such as North Korea, and then finally, they would target aliens and stage a fake alien attack or invasion, showing us another reason we need weapons to protect ourselves. This would also give them an excuse to attack any real alien crafts that showed up. In a recent interview with Danica Patrick, she asked Dr. Greer why he is still alive, which I think is a very fair question. Considering Wait, Danica Patrick, isn't she the race car driver? She has a podcast now. Oh, because I'm like, what does she have to do yeah. with aliens? He's been on all sorts of celebrity podcasts like mm -hmm. uh, Demi Lovato, oh. Danica Patrick, Jenny McCarthy, like all these famous yeah. people have had him on. Joe Rogan had him on like in 2013. And I, I guess... They, when he was making his Spotify deal, that was one of the interviews they told him he had to lose. Oh, they didn't carry it over to Spotify for some reason because they didn't like what I Stephen guess. was saying. Okay. I guess I don't know why, but it didn't make it over. But someone has managed to keep it on YouTube. Um, and so they talked about all of this like 10 years ago. So he's been on a lot of very big, famous podcasts. So anyway, she asked him why he's still alive, and considering that he has all of this information, he has been tasked to tell very high-ranking officials of our government the truth about UFOs and the secret agency that not even a sitting president has control over. You would think he has pissed off several people that would like to see him dead. Dr. Greer said he was initially approached by the Majestic 12 and offered him $2 billion, billion with a B, to walk away from his plan to disclose this information. He also said that three people on his team were killed and he was almost killed as well. He told Danica that he is actually not afraid to die and if they kill him, they kill him. He said, I have already been dead, so I'm not afraid to die again. I know I'll go on forever. He also told... I'm sorry, he also said that he has told those in power that have threatened him to go ahead and kill me. I'll be a bigger problem to you on the other side. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but then he said in another mm. interview, he claimed that if anything does happen to him, he has many celebrity friends, which he does, that will all receive an email with sensitive and damning information to publish immediately on their social media accounts that will expose the secret group. The post will get the attention of around 1 billion people. This information is exactly what they don't want out. So Dr. Greer uses it as an insurance policy. I'm not yeah. really sure why he doesn't expose them now. So Dr. Greer is optimistic, though, because the president just signed into law a bill that will not only allow and encourage government people to come out and say what they have witnessed in regards to UFOs. Oh, wow. But it also clears government contractors to come out regarding alien technology. Hmm. contractors like Lockheed Skunk Works and a bunch of others that have been working with this alien technology. So I have not seen anyone come out yet. I don't know if they're like being told by their companies, you better not say anything. I, I don't know. Who knows? So Dr. Greer believes that there are about two to six non-human civilizations living inside our own Milky Way galaxy already and that they are watching us and have been ever since the 1940s when we detonated the first atomic bomb. When the first atomic bomb and the subsequent atomic bombs went off, a longitudinal wave followed the explosion that disrupted the communication, propulsion, and guidance systems of alien UFOs, which is why they started showing up on our planet. 
It's also why nuclear weapons, storage facilities, processing plants, and military bases are being surveilled by aliens, which are common places for UFO sightings. They are trying to make sure we don't use these weapons again so we don't disrupt their systems and leave a tear in time-space, which nuclear weapons have the ability to do. He said the aliens have the ability to stop our nuclear weapons. Dr. Greer believes that these extraterrestrials know that the majority of humans are not evil or with ill intent. He said that the best thing we can do is sidestep the Majestic 12 and have humanity make contact with aliens directly using meditations of love. Mm. He has developed a project, something called CE5 or Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, which help humanity communicate directly with the aliens themselves. CE5 is actually a $10 app that you can download onto your smartphone that walks you through how to make contact with aliens. Basically, you would gather a small group of friends together, go out into nature and sit in a circle. You are then to meditate and use something called coherent thought sequencing, which has each person in the group projecting their location into the cosmos using their minds during meditation. Kind of like a whack-a-mole situation where you're popping your energy field up into the universe to get the attention (laughs) of the aliens. This will help the aliens find you on the planet. Then you are to continue to meditate and play some tones that they recommend on the app. You should keep your eyes on the skies to see if you have any visitors. So tones, so probably like the Schumann frequencies like dun, and things dun, like that. Dun, and the solfeggetto scale. Like that oh stuff. yeah, the closing encounter tones. Yeah, like kind of like stuff like that, I think. <laughs> or wah, 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 like kind of Star Trek stuff. Okay. <laughs> the Twilight Zone song. <laughs> right here, Josh, right here. <laughs> So in addition to his app, he has a new movie coming out on June 6th called The Lost Century and How to Reclaim It. According to the film's website, this film will continue to expose the cover up of the alien technology as it has in the last documentaries. But it will also explain, and this took directly from the website, say, number one, zero point energy, which could abolish fossil fuels, pollution and poverty forever Two. Electromagnetic gravitics, G-R-A-V-I-T-I-C-S, that will allow us to bend space-time and travel anywhere in an instant. And three, consciousness-assisted technologies, which allows us to tap into our latent spiritual abilities to manifest a desired outcome. The film was financed through crowdsourcing and will be narrated by Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit fame. Oh, I assume it will come out on Amazon Prime, but there is nothing indicated on the website where you can find it. As for what the public believes, in 2001, Dr. Greer went to the National Press Club in Washington, D.C., along with around 20 credible experts in the military sciences and people who are, quote, in the know, to tell the press that aliens do exist and they can prove that this information has been suppressed from the public knowledge. The release of this information proved to go over like a lead balloon with some mockery in the press and no government follow-up. But in 2017, a few New York Times journalists started to report on some of the UFOs that were being seen by the Navy pilots. When the New York Times started to report on this phenomenon, the narrative around the UFO subject began to change and it started to gain credibility. Then, of course, Congress passed the National Defense Authorization Act in 2022 that included a request for a report from the Defense Department on what it knew about aliens and UFOs. These, quote, now credible, quote, UFO stories 
could be the intentional seed plant into the public consciousness that aliens and UFOs are real. And if Von Braun is right, setting us up for the planned alien invasion or supposed alien invasion that has been planned for centuries. So this story brings up so many questions. I guess my first question is, is all of this true? Is Dr. Greer another part of the counterintelligence agenda or is he really trying to warn everybody? Why doesn't he just expose the Majestic 12 Committee now? Why wait? Yeah, and, tell us who's all pa part yeah. of it. I mean, that's the best way to get awareness so. is just to let the individual people defend themselves mm -hmm. if they are called out. Yeah. And why didn't the aliens uh, stop the nuclear blasts back in the 1940s if it was hurting exactly. their technologies? So there's a lot of holes and uncertainty I have around some of what he's saying. So I'm like, I don't know. But some of it doesn't gel, but some of it gels with other stories I've heard. So I don't know if it's part of a much bigger misinformation campaign or if it's like he said, that's truth with fiction all intermixed together. And if so, what are they really trying to cover up? I don't know. Maybe they weren't here before Hiroshima happened, and that's what attracted them here. Um, well, I think that's why they showed up is because when we started to drop these bombs, but the first bomb was 1940, and then we had a few others that went off. You would think that they would have stopped them then, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So he said that they're going to plan another national press club event on June 12th in Washington, D.C., just after the release of his next documentary. A lot of people have watched these documentaries, like a lot of people. He said that um, Unacknowledged had about 760 million viewers in the first six months. That's a lot that's of That's a lot of people. So, and that's helped to kind of lay the groundwork for people to believe in the aliens are around and, and all the things based off what he said. And there's a lot of people who do believe that there's a shadow government, that all of this is true. Yeah. And he's got people, he's got like legitimate senators on camera talking about this. So it does give it a lot of credibility. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, gosh, that has been believed for many, many, many years that these secret societies are really the ultimate rulers of the planet. Yeah. Um, and they're situated all over every country you can think of in powerful positions. I mean, some people like to think it's just really corporations that rule. Um, but it's the people in the corporations that yeah. have the power. So yep. I believe that. Um, yeah. I, I, I believe that that can be true. And it's hard for me to fathom that they would all want evil for the planet. But um, because I kind of want to think that humanity is better than that. I don't we're think not they that necessarily want powerful, but well, I don't think they are necessarily that they want. I don't know that they want evil for the planet. I think they want control. I think they want control. Mm -hmm. I think it's about control. And and I don't know, maybe that makes you evil. I don't know. But it just depends on what you do with your power. Um, and if it's keeping everyone away from technology that would transform our lives, that really does suck because they're trying so desperately to hold on to the the money and the power that they have right now. I don't know. Well, that's anyway, that's I think all I've got really on the crazy story from dr stephen greer about ufos and aliens um if it's true think about the ramifications of it uh, uh the technology he speaks of that we could have access to it sounds incredible yeah it would be great to have free energy yeah oh my god I mean, that would be amazing and to travel anywhere within you know a second would be pretty cool manifest whatever life you want mm -hmm. i mean that's pretty profound stuff
All right. What do you guys think? Let us know. Uh, give us some comments and uh, <laughs> we will uh, we'll see what happens with all this stuff. Yeah. Interesting news. Yeah. I really enjoyed your story. Thank you so much. Take uh, care. Take care. Have a good night. Bye. Sometimes Oof. that happens. You gar you. God. Okay. Josh, cut. Cut. <laughs> I got to warm up my chops here. Uh, yeah. Since then, Dr. Greer has had, you know, I'm sorry. I let go of this. I'm like punching the microphone. Dr. Blah, blah, blah. Does Steven Seagal know about I this? I don't know. <laughs> Chuck Norris, maybe. Yeah. He said that this, he said that this group, this magic, his invention threatened, blah. Dr. Greer believes that these extraterrestrials, I'll say that again. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts and all dolls are definitely haunted. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Phantoms. If you have a spooky story you would like to share with us, send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode.